I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash I don't work here, lady, where people mistake regular Joe Schmoes as employees. And guys, nobody knows how these people do it, but seriously, it happens all the time, apparently. And today, a rich, entitled idiot gets taught a lesson. My friends, the stories in today's episode are super entertaining, so sit back, put your feet up, and enjoy the ride, as always, guys. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Okay, so I was at the gas station washing my car window. The local station has a uniform. It's a green collared shirt with a logo and black pants, both of which I wasn't wearing. Anyways, I'm finishing up washing my windshield when out of nowhere, this lady calls at me saying, me next. Now I'm like, okay, I thought she was talking about using the brush. So I smiled and said, okay. I then put the brush back in its bucket and went to walk towards the gas station. All of a sudden, I hear her scream, excuse me. I said, I'm next. I did turn around and glance at her and thought, whatever, there's crazy people everywhere. And then I go inside. I then paid for my gas and go to the ATM at the back of the store. As I was leaving, the cashier goes, so (laughs) we just had a complaint about you. So I go, yeah. The guy then replies, so that lady said you didn't wash your windshield and she wants to speak to the manager. She says she's coming back tomorrow to have you fired. Now at this point, I just giggled and left. I'll be going back again tomorrow to see if I catch her. Okay, so Opie did not come back with any updates, guys. But man, I sure would love to know if Opie got fired. But wait, (laughs) you can't fire someone who's not an employee. Okay, with that said, guys, I have to tell you about the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, maybe not the greatest thing I've ever seen. The grossest thing. Okay, so this happened when I was at a gas station. And this guy was cleaning his windshield and whatever with a soapy water brush thing, whatever it's called. So he finishes it, puts the brush back into the bucket, and then the guy proceeds to dip his hands into the water, washes his hand, and then washes his face, guys. Like, my friend and I just looked at each other like, oh my goodness, did he really wash his face with that nasty water? Tell me that's not something people usually do, please. So, this happened the summer after my sophomore year of college. Of all the businesses that my father owns, the only one that I've ever gotten free service from is the drive-up coffee shop. Now, I've always been allowed to stroll in and pour myself a drip coffee whenever I want. If I wanted something fancy, I would have to pay, but I rarely, if ever, did this. Now, before we go on, I want to note that I don't work at my dad's coffee shop. So shortly after coming back to my hometown, I stopped by to grab a cup. As usual, I walk through the door in the back to bypass the line and serve myself. Now, the second I walk in, I hear, What are you doing? You can't be in here. Get out! The girl working was not here the last time I visited at the end of summer, and I realized it must be pretty shocking to have some random guy walk into a small shack that you work in. I then begin to explain that my father owns the shop and that I was just coming in to grab a cup of coffee before I was on my way. She was flustered, and she kept telling me to get out. So I go into my car, pull around in the line, and wait in my turn. 
When I get to the window, she saw me and she was pissed. She was telling me that she was not gonna serve me. I again took the chance to explain that my father owns the shop and that I'm so sorry that I startled her. She then told me that she knows my father because she goes to his church, and she knows his son, and his son is not me. She then told me that she'd call the cops if I didn't leave, and that I wasn't welcome at the shop ever again. So I drive off, call my dad, and ask if he would want to meet up for a cup of coffee soon, and he agrees. Now, the look on her face when I showed up with my dad at the walk-up counter as he introduced the two of us was fantastic. I hadn't told my dad what happened an hour ago, but I explained then, and he thought it was the funniest thing. Now, I didn't have any issues after that, but I made sure to come to the window if there was someone working who I didn't recognize in the future, to avoid such a situation. Honestly, guys, I don't blame her for doing that. I think anybody would have gotten upset at a random person just waltzing in and trying to serve themselves a cup of joe. So, going through the comments, a lot of people do say that the way that OP went about it made him seem like he was such an entitled brat. Especially after calling his dad and setting up a coffee meeting just to see the horrified look on her face. So this person says, Honestly, that's a good employee. I've heard way too many horror stories about randoms just coming in and saying their dad owns the business and getting away with it. I would give her a raise. But, my friends, let me know what you think. I personally have to take her side on this. She was doing her job, and she totally did a good job of not letting a random person come in to steal a cup of coffee. My best friend works at a fancy hotel. This is the kind of hotel that has a spa, two restaurants, a bar, a pool, a hot tub, and a gym. It's a really classy place. Now, I don't work there. I mean, I'd love to work there, as they make pretty good money. But after this incident, I doubt they'd hire me. So this story starts off on a Saturday, which is my only day off. And I was at the hotel, chilling out on the patio, waiting for my buddy to get off work so we can go watch a movie. Now, since it was my day off, I was wearing my day off outfit. I was wearing gray sweatpants, a plain red shirt, and a pair of ratty torn 10-year-old Nikes in red. Only a complete idiot could have mistaken me for an employee. So enter the complete idiot. So I'm watching people fight each other on YouTube on my phone, smoking a cigarette and leaning up against the side of a wall. I distantly notice the sound of a car pulling up, but like, who cares? This happens all the time here. My face is buried in my phone between drags from my smoke, when suddenly, something really hard hits me in the shoulder. Now, it didn't hurt badly, but it did sting and startled the heck out of me. So naturally, I spazzed out and almost dropped my phone from being startled. While I'm still collecting myself and remembering to breathe after I thought I was about to break my phone, a voice says, Hey, pay attention, kid. Now, I'm 31 years old with a full beard and a dad bod, and I cannot be mistaken for a kid of any stripe. Looking up, I saw a middle-aged man. He was bald but rocking a ponytail, and wearing a blazer, distressed jeans, and a Ramones t-shirt. His total attire probably cost more than my car. So, the thing that hit me was a key fob for a really nice car. Now, the car was a BMW, but it pretty much looked like the Batmobile, if the Batmobile was a shiny blue and white. Now, I don't know much about cars, but it had those doors that open upwards, like on the hinge, and it was clearly a really, really expensive car. Now, this balding idiot gets out with a leather man purse as he berates me for not paying attention. Now, I'm still reeling from having almost dropped my phone on the ground as he brushes past me towards the entrance. As the guy goes by, he smugly says to me, Hey, I'm gonna need it at 8. If you're actually paying attention when I get back, I might have something for you. And with that, the guy's gone. He walks into the entrance like he owns the place. 
And maybe he does, as he surely looked rich enough. The key fob is still sitting on the ground by my foot, and the Batmobile's sitting by the curb. Its weird sideways door is still open. Now, quite frankly, I'm a dick. I think cruel, entitled people should be treated with a hundred times more cruelty. I also think killers should be killed and thieves should be robbed. So what I did next was no surprise. I then closed the door, pressed the lock button, and hucked the key fob into the sewer grate a few meters away. And then I just continued waiting for my buddy for another 10 minutes before he finally got out. My friend then comes out and says, Whoa, whose car is that? I then shrugged and said, I don't know, probably some rich idiot. And then we left. So the moral of the story is before you dismissively throw the keys to your very expensive car at some schlub who happens to be standing in front of the hotel, make sure he actually works there. Okay guys, so I don't know if it's just me, but I don't think anybody in their right mind who drives a really, really expensive car would pull up to that type of hotel, get out, and just toss their keys at a random person and tell them to just park the car. And if you're that much of a rich, entitled, spoiled idiot, you probably deserved what happened. With that being said, I'd really love to know the aftermath. It probably didn't go well for Opie's friend who worked there. I can almost guarantee it. Like, if one of your friends comes and is like, hey, I'm just gonna throw the keys to a very expensive car into the gutter, you'd probably get reprimanded or something. I don't know. So this took place back when I was a new security guard, so the details are a little vague. And it also happened about 15 years ago at everybody's favorite place on earth, Walmart. Okay, so the backstory. I had gotten a job as a contracted security guard. So basically, my job was to provide temporary security when a client needed something, say for an event or etc etc. The contracts were often only for a few weeks. This one had been ongoing for almost two months when I arrived to replace the guard who'd quit. Now, this took place when Walmarts in my city had gone 24 hours, and this one had been renovating, which was why I was there. A lot of the staff was stressed from the renovations and trying to stock the shelves with customers in the way. Now, my job was to keep track of the back door into the building, and allow the contractors access and ensure that nobody walks in and help themselves because this was the main stock room. I generally came and worked 12-hour shifts. I was also told that under no circumstances was I to do the job of loss prevention in the store, as I wasn't trained to do it, and I didn't work for Walmart. Anyways, most of the night managers were pretty chill when it came to me being there, but there was this one who we'll call Karen. Now, Karen hated the fact that all I did for 12 hours was sit by a door and read or study. She would frequently try to force me into doing stuff that wasn't my job, like sweep the floors, load the pallets, or help staff restock shelves. I always told her no, as I didn't work there and it's not my responsibility. This led to more than one phone call from my supervisor to hers, reminding them what was laid out in the contract. Also, if I'd helped out and gotten hurt, workers' compensation would not cover it because I was doing work outside of my duties. So after the third or fourth time this happened, she upped her game. She even began to pester me while I was on break, saying that I was taking too long, even though I only took 30 minutes. So one thing I should point out is that I have hypoglycemia, so I would often buy a few things to snack on during the shift to keep my blood sugar stable, mostly fruit, juice, water, and nuts that I kept in a small cooler under my chair. Now, Karen tried to tell me that I would not be able to bring this and that I was lying about my blood sugar condition, and I was a lazy pig. She also frequently told me that a woman has no place doing this kind of work, and the only reason I took this job was to meet men. So at this point, I started to document everything and gave copies to my supervisor when I got my shifts for each week. So sorry about the long intro, just painting a picture of how this woman was acting, all petty and stuff. 
But after five weeks of this, anyone would reach a breaking point. Well, near the end of my fifth week, I'm at the McDonald's and decided to treat myself to some fries, when Karen comes stomping up and I rolled my eyes thinking, what now? She then glares at the tray in my hands and said to me, I need you to come with me right now. Now, I am a little worried, and I ask what's wrong, and she points to a teenage girl who's maybe 16 years old who we'll call Liz. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Who's crying her eyes out. Karen then says, I just caught a shoplifter and I need you to hold her down for police. Now, I was a little stunned that she would ask this, and I said, sorry, but I can't do that. You have to get your own loss prevention people to handle that. Now, I should point out the reason that we don't do this is if it was a wrongful arrest and went to court, I and the company I work for would be liable as well. So Karen then smirks at me and says, oh, I sent the loss prevention guys home. Why would I need them here if you're here? And why should we pay more for security than we need? Now, at this point, I was floored. I honestly felt my brain come to a screeching halt on this. So at this point, my phone starts to ring. So I put my food tray on a nearby table to answer it. It was the mobile guards who had to cut my break short to deal with an alarm call nearby. I told them what was going on up front, and after a long pause and some very creative swearing, he told me he would call the night supervisor. As I put my phone away, Karen walks up to my tray, she grabs it and tosses it in the trash. She then glares at me and says, Now you need to get up to the loss prevention office and start the damn paperwork. So I've had enough at this point. I tell Karen, do it yourself. It's not my job. And then I leave. She then follows me, dragging the shoplifter with her and yelling about the incompetence and how she'll have me fired. About 20 minutes later, my mobile supervisor shows up with another guard to cover my spot. And I thought, oh man, I'm gonna get canned. He then tells me to head to the office behind the customer service desk. When I get there, there's Karen, Liz, two cops, the GM, one of the loss prevention guys, and my boss, the owner of the company. By this time, it was nearly 4am, so if he decided to make the site visit himself, then crap was gonna hit the fan. He then asked me to tell him what happened, and before I could get a word out, Karen starts ranting that I was lazy, incompetent, and all I did was eat and sleep on the job and took long calls on my phone. She even tried to claim that I brought in a laptop and was playing computer games instead of doing my job. My boss listens and then turns to me to ask what happened, so I explained it and even told him that the cashiers in the McDonald's witnessed it. The loss prevention officer also confirmed that Karen had told his shift that they weren't needed that night and had cancelled all the shifts for them for the rest of the week since I was here. The GM was furious. She turned on Karen so fast that I thought she was going to snap her neck. 
Also, my boss bought out a stack of papers and handed it to the GM. Photocopies of the reports that I had made on the woman's harassment. I also had the guards that did my job on the days off to do the same. I had learned to document everything. You could have heard a pin drop when the GM looked up from the first three pages and said she heard enough. The cops left, and apparently, Karen had tried to claim that I was helping Liz steal stuff, and she was trying to get me arrested too. The other guard covered the rest of my shift, and I found out later that Liz actually didn't steal anything, and that Karen thought a bottle of coke she was drinking came out of the cooler, but Liz had bought it from the vending machines outside. Also, although not surprising, Karen had to be let go for breaking company guideline and harassing me and the other contract guards. I continued to work at that location for another month, and after that, I didn't have a single issue for the remainder of my time there. Guys, what a crazy manager that Karen was, and what a satisfying ending to that story, right? And guys, OP must have the patience of a saint, because honestly, there's not many people that would be able to deal with that woman's harassment for five weeks. So, to preface this story, my dad's in his 60s, and he grew up in a small town in a small country in an orphanage. So, if his worldviews come up a bit off in the story and he sounds like a Karen, it's because his worldviews are more than way off, but here goes. So my dad's birthday had come around and he chose a Chinese buffet for the family birthday dinner. So our whole family heads off to a small Chinese all-you-can-eat restaurant. The sort of place where they just dish the food out in bulk in the central area and you just top up your plate as you wish. Now, unlike most buffet places we've been to, this one didn't have the stack of fresh, clean plates. So an old Chinese gentleman did the occasional lap of the tables, swapped the dirty plates for clean plates, and he went back to the corner, where he sat on a chair, crossed his arms, and closed his eyes for about 10 minutes before doing another lap. And this is where the problem begins. Now, it had been a while since the new plates had been delivered, and for most of us, it wasn't a problem. We just kept on using the same plates. However, my dad decided that he wanted a fresh plate as his was covered in one flavor sauce that he didn't want any more of. He then took a look at the sleeping gentleman in the corner, decided against waking him up, and he grabbed the next passing Asian gentleman to walk past by the arm. So the conversation goes as follows. Dad says, Hey, um, can we please grab some fresh plates? The Asian man responds, Uh, no, while waving his hands in front of him. My dad then says, What do you mean no? I just need a clean plate. So with this, the Asian man then says, No, no, sorry. Dad says, No need to be sorry. I just want a clean plate. Now at this point, my sister does chime in and says, Dad, I don't think... Hey, it's alright. I've got this. He then says, Can we please have some fresh plates? Now the Asian man is still flustered and he says, Uh, no, no. Now, the poor man is now in a slight panic, as not only can he not get his message across due to the language barrier, he also can't get a word in over my father's urgency for clean plates. Now, at this point, my dad does get angry, and he says, Hey, just grab us some plates. It's not that hard. Do your job. The Asian man proceeds to say, I'm, no, no, I'm like you. Dad says, No, you aren't. If you were like me, you'd get the job done and grab us some plates. Now, by this point, several of us had realized what the Asian man was trying to tell my dad, but either we couldn't get a word in, or we chose to sit back and let my dad make an idiot of himself. Finally, the poor man managed to shout over my dad, pointing to himself, saying, I'm customer. 
Now this had the whole entire table in stitches as my dad meekly apologized and told him that he thought he worked there. He then turns to us to ask why nobody had pointed that out. Now the man was good about it. He then waved at all of us and proceeded to head back to his table where I'm sure he had a great time explaining to his wife what took so long. The icing on the cake was that dad found a young Asian girl walking past and he announced, I'll ask her, as if he solved the problem. My stepmother then shouts over him, sit down, she's got a plate of lemon chicken. So it turns out my dad's real name might be Karen. Oh my goodness gracious guys, that poor man trying to get to the table to enjoy his meal. Hey, at least the dad did end up apologizing instead of pulling a full on Karen and doubling down on the situation, which could have made it way worse than it already was. And stepmom totally killed it with the sit down she's got a plate of lemon chicken thing. Oh my goodness guys. And that my friends brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here lady. Guys, if you enjoyed the stories today, do remember to hit that like button and subscribe. If you missed the last episode on the channel, OP's entitled neighbor steals his package and calls the police when he's caught. It's such a crazy story, so check it out if you haven't. And myself and Steve-O will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.